Did you see Ariana Grande performing at the Grammys? Oh, I fucking hate her. Hate her. Yeah. What did you say? What? But the, I, I thought you said something. I just said, yeah. 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 Shannon, what is that? Welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, May 25th. We're here in the Classic Factory. I'm J.E. Skeets. And alongside me, as always, we got Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? What's up, Tass? We got our top shot hot boy rocking a new jersey there, Trey Kirby. Hey-o! Hey-o! And last but not least today, super producer, J.D. Hello! There he is, and here we are. As you can see, no international man of mystery today. Uh, Lee is at his youngest son's school graduation today, uh, and the irony is not lost on us after another heartbreaking day in America yesterday and continuing in today. What are we at? 19 children? Two adults killed in the Texas elementary school shooting yesterday? How are you guys holding up? It was not an easy day yesterday. <laughs> it was... Uh... Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because it feels normal, and I think we have to say every time it frickin' happens that it's not normal, mm-hmm. and that we have to break the cycle because most people want gun control in this country, but we're being held hostage by a small group, a very small group of politicians who are being paid and lobbied by an industry that uh, has told people that they need guns and uh, there are people that are trying to help break the cycle and I, I think that's all I want to say today is that there are advocates out there that are trying to break the that cycle that we have to get out of of mass shooting grieving discussion about what should happen a lot of inaction waiting for another one then it happens again mm-hmm. because we're only 11 days out of another one in uh, Buffalo New York so join an advocacy group because groups like Moms on Demand are doing something about it and uh it's a it's a long fight obviously uh, but take the energy that you have today and not just as, as i am as well i'm taking my own advice here uh, and not just wait until another day because there's just way too many freaking guns on the streets way too many guns on the streets it's not even just obviously when it's when it's when it's kids uh it, it becomes incomprehensible mm-hmm. unthinkable repugnant disgusting but it's happening every day, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the numbers are staggering. Just how many guns there are out there, and uh, the gun and it's lobbies. a uniquely American problem mm-hmm. too. That there are so many guns, and that they are so easy to get, and you know there is mental illness everywhere. But if you're able to easily get a gun, it can things like this can happen, and will continue to happen until that is no longer the case. I was really missing my family uh, last night yeah. just to you know see them and hug them. So I can't imagine what those families are feeling. Um, yeah, we'll be, a, we'll try and be a small distraction here for some of the sadness uh, as we talk some hoops. Shout out to the stream team. Uh, we always appreciate it. Everybody joining us live right now, subscribe, like, comment, uh, share the show. Email in your NBA questions or non-NBA questions. Hell, send them in. Anything you want to nodunks at theathletic.com. New no breaks. 
dropped yesterday. TK and Graydon breaking down the Spanish GP. I listened to it yesterday, and I enjoyed it very much, especially when you were talking about a poster <laughs> of uh, one of the drivers bare ass in a stream. Uh, <laughs> I perked up. That's exactly right. Right. So uh, go check that out. That's on YouTube. Uh, no Breaks, it's on YouTube feed and channel there, or podcast. Uh, these guys do a fantastic job. And if you're, again, if you're like somewhat new to F1, uh, this is the podcast for you. It's a, I think it's a great balance of, uh, you know, especially great in really knowing his stuff. <laughs> one guy who knows what they're talking <laughs> no, about and no. one guy who likes watching fast cars. Yeah, well, and then, no, the balance is obviously the knowledge and then the laughs and all the uh, insane things that go in that world of F1 racing. Um, and also, back to the jerseys, because Trey has one on, they've dropped. These are finally available. I feel like I've been teasing these for, like, I don't know, weeks, maybe months, but Breaking T has them now. There's only 99 available, both of the No Dunks Nuggets throwback jersey and the No Dunks Grizzlies throwback jersey. You can go to nodunks.com. They went live at 10. So they've been live for, uh, at this point, about 10 minutes. Uh, hopefully some of them are still available there. But uh, I imagine these aren't going to last long because they are fire. They look incredible they look there on sweet. your screen, and they look even better in person. I was rocking the Grizzlies one yesterday, and Trey's got the Nuggets one on. So, uh, yeah, go grab one of those if you would like to. Uh, rep some No Dunks jerseys when you hoop this summer, or maybe at the pool or something like that. Either. Yeah. Either. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, there's uh, Valtteri <laughs> Boat Ass. <laughs> I like to imagine he got out of this stream and threw on a No Dunks jersey. <laughs> Hopefully it was long enough. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, oh, Winnie sure. the Pooh style. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, we are going to get into the All-NBA teams that were announced uh, last night. We'll talk surprises. We'll talk snubs and all that. But let's start with the game because we're getting to game five in the Western Conference Finals. Luca and the Mavs avoid the sweep, 119-109. Got a little close there at the end as the uh, Warriors' backups made a run. But the Mavs get the victory, and uh, what would you think of this one, Taz? Get us started. The only thing I regret is that we weren't there for the rain delay. We're just the perfect <laughs> rain delay fillers, I think. They could have tossed to us. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, two parts. First, I think we should have sponsored the rain delay. You know, this rain delay brought to you by No Dunks. Interesting. Our, our show's kind of like a rain delay, you know? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Go on. Yeah, well, we just fill, we fill time really well. Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we're like, this compliment. show is going to be a short one, only a half an hour. We go, you know, 90 minutes. Yeah. We could have filled. 16 um, minutes? I think we easily could have yeah, filled. Yeah, because sure. they threw up to the TNT crew. Uh, because Harlan, Reggie, and Stannard yeah, were like, okay. They're out of things <laughs> to say. Yeah, yeah, we talked about the leak. All right, you guys, Ernie, Shaq, you take it. And then they threw to Shaq and a fool. Yeah. And then that was half done, and they go, all right, they're playing, <laughs> they're playing again. We got to go. Uh, we could have filled that better. We could have sponsored it in two two different ways, I think. We, we missed out there. Anyway, uh, so that happened. But I think what happened was the Mavs figured out the 3-2 zone pretty well for yeah. the first time uh, in this series. What they did was overload like four guys on one half of the floor, and the Warriors were pretty slow to rotate. The first three quarters, the Warriors struggled. I think they were just in a in a, first, uh, you know, it was solved. But second, the Warriors just weren't up to playing incredible defense. I think. I think the bad part for the Mavs is in the fourth quarter, the Warriors got a free practice. To me, they went <laughs> they went into that fourth down 29 points and it's like yeah this was an in between game adjustment period for the for the warriors in that fourth quarter where they figured out all right we got to rotate that one guy 
back to the other corner and figure it out. And they did. They took a 29-point lead, turned it in, uh, into just an 8-point lead with 323 left. So I think that's a bad sign for the, the Mavs going forward, that the Warriors kind of figured that part out going into Game 5. A good thing for the Mav- uh, Warriors, they're going to make another gajillion dollars in gate money like they do in Golden State. They haven't lost a uh, home game yet. Uh, but yeah, the Mavs got to be feeling good hitting all those threes around Luka Doncic. Luka right. didn't have an incredible game uh, shooting the ball, although you know he almost had a triple-double, 30-14-9. But Bullock and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, the big one for me, uh, showing out there. So a good feeling for the Mavericks going into Game 5. Yeah, Mavs hit 20 three-pointers, Trey. And you keep bringing that up throughout the playoffs. Hey, you hit those threes, you probably win the game. They're 7-3 and three in the playoffs when they make more than 15 threes. Um, but, uh, so that obviously helped. Bullock hitting six, and Dorian Finney-Smith hitting some. Maxi Kleba hitting He's some. He's back, baby. Yeah, he hit a couple, which was big. Uh, hit a couple before halftime, too. Um, but yeah, what are your takeaways uh, from this game last night? Yeah, there were two key to me to the Mavs winning this number one is the three-point makes 20 for 43 like you're saying but 19 through 36 through the first three quarters the real the real portion of the game at least from the Mavericks perspective yeah. they definitely I feel like uh felt like they were home like let's just get through these last 12 minutes here but six from Bullock four from Dorian Finney-Smith and two from Cleveland like you're saying if you're able to get 12 threes from your shooters just straight up shooters out there yep. that definitely helps but more important was the dribble penetration the Mavs were in the lane all night, and that was a huge change, especially from the shooters. Like, uh, I'm not surprised when Doncic is in the lane. I'm not surprised when Dinwiddie or Brunson is in the lane. They're kind of dynamic players, but I thought there was a, definitely a change from the Mavs in attacking closeouts. Like, it wasn't just going to be Dorian Finney-Smith. You're only shooting threes out there. Kleba, you're only shooting threes out there. Even... Uh, Davis Bertans put the ball on the floor, got another dunk again, though he did uh, break his streak of not missing a two-pointer. Yes. <laughs> uh, that being said, they were just attacking the closeouts, and it made the Mavericks a little bit more unpredictable. And then Luka was great, just getting in the lane every single time, dishing out to shooters. I thought they had a really smart game plan for how they were going to attack the zone and for how they were going to attack man. And it basically came down to both times, like, find the seam and get inside. Good things are going to happen when we get inside, so... Great stuff uh, from the Mavs to be able to bounce back and maybe gentlemen sweep this kind of thing or get a little bit of momentum heading uh, yeah. to Golden State. They're not an easy team to put away. They've proven that. Uh, Luka and the Mavs are now 3-0 and in must-win games uh, in the postseason, so they, they have that ability to stay alive here. And uh, Doncic is averaging 36.6 points in elimination games, which is the highest-scoring average in such situations in league history. Uh, back to the zone, though, because that's something I've been talking about a lot. Like, how are they going to figure this out? What are they going to do? And I just kept saying, usually when you try and break a zone, you put a guy in the middle, and that's where you operate. And I was like, who's going to do that on Dallas? If it's not if it's not really Luka, uh, and you want him to have the ball, uh, who the heck could play that role? But you brought it up, Tass. I know Anthony Slater at The Athletic has an awesome article up. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks. Um, of them not doing that to break that 3-2 zone, but like you said, Tass, to overload one side then have the pick and roll action with Luca and it's just basically it's a bit of a math problem because it's like there's only so many because there's because they're set up in a zone defense and you put four guys basically on one side of the floor it's like there's only like three guys over there to try and figure out who they're going to stop now you have to hit threes in that situation mm. like there's going to be three point shots um but that was a cool little wrinkle from from kid you know, in, in addition to them just hitting those shots this time. I think had, that's the major adjustment. Huge, huge, because he had even talked about when they were seeing zones, like, we're getting shots. They're getting wide open looks. Yeah, we're just not knocking them down, yeah. and they, they started dropping here. But, you know, they were they were maybe at least taking them with a little more confidence last night. And when you're down 3-0, I guess just let them fly. 
Yeah, it's a two-parter. I think they're feeling a little bit more free and easy. No more pressure. Down 3-0, I think, is, is a little bit part of it. I, I, I know it's simplistic to say, but you, a good point by Trey bringing up Dorian Finney-Smith. Like, these guys can dribble. Yeah. And they have the ability to put it on the floor. But I think you saw his entire package yesterday, partly because they're free and easy. There's no more pressure. Partly because the Warriors were, were half asleep a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you saw what happens. Uh, there was a little bit of breakdowns going on with the Golden State Warriors. So, yeah, the Mavs produced that a little bit, created that a little bit. I will say the Mavs have hit more threes in all four of these games, though. And, you know, they're still one and three. Plus one, plus seven, plus two, and plus ten. And... Uh, yeah, the Warriors got to do a better job of uh, defending it, and and I think they will uh, next game. Unfortunately, yeah, this is a gentleman's sweep. Top well, hats out. <laughs> Put your monocles yeah, on. Yeah, I, I, Trey brings up. But sometimes it is just hitting shots. In game two, they should have won that game. Game four, obviously, uh, they do win that game when they're plus seven and plus ten, uh, because uh, yeah, the the Warriors were a little bit more ready in game two to uh, yeah to combat it and uh, to play a little harder. Whatever the whatever the freaking phrase is, um, yeah, I, I don't know if we're oversimplifying simplifying it by saying they just hit more shots, but yeah, that happened. As yeah. Well, <laughs> well look, uh, we know no team has ever come back from a three zero deficit in a seven game series. Only something like three of the hundred and forty six teams that have fallen in that deep of hole have even forced a game seven. But Mavs got work to do here. Trey, is there is there. Honestly, is there any chance that they could get this back to Dallas? Like, is it that far-fetched? The way they do can catch fire from three? Does that get them back there for a game six? Well, I think it's certainly possible, and I think we can see an even better Doncic game. Like, I think yeah. he's been playing really, really well, and I think that he's kind of been super consistent for the Mavs the way everybody thought he would going into this series, but he can also reach another level. And if the if the Mavs are able to take anything from this game and a little bit of confidence going forward, a guy like Kleba actually getting on track, like Bullock has had a really solid series. He just had a pretty bad uh, game three, could not make a shot. Yeah. So... Uh, he's been consistent throughout, and so, yeah, I mean, as long as they're able to get shooting from their shooters, like, that's why, they, why they're out there. Finney Smith is there to play defense as well. Bullock plays defense. Kleba does his part, but they need to make threes. Otherwise, they're just defenders out there, and the Mavs are an offense first team. So you're getting pretty solid performances from your main scorers. When they hit, this is a pretty even-looking series because I felt like the Warriors couldn't really guard the Mavericks at all when the Warriors went to their small lineup. Like, Looney was finally ineffective last night, and I thought that was pretty interesting to see, especially once you get to the fourth quarter. You know, the Warriors' subs brought the team back. I personally would have continued to roll with them in a 3-0 scenario. Nonetheless, the starters come back, but Bielitsa stayed out there. I thought that was interesting that Mm. he was the one deep bench guy who stuck around with the starters. You have to think maybe he's going to get some run in Game 5 if Otto Porter is not able to go once again. Yeah. Mm. Did you think they were going to pull it off, in all honesty, watching the game last night? Or was it too, too deep a hole there, 29 down, even though they got to eight? I don't know. I was, I was confused. I was very confused as to what was happening out there until Anthony Slater broke it down on The Athletic, and I can understand. Ah, uh, yeah, that's how they fixed it real quick. I, I, I loved watching the Warriors' young players. It is kind of fun watching them in a, a very high-stakes situation and and how they've taken, you know, their oldies and and they, they're trying to bridge the gap, which is always fun for me. A dynasty, a team that's won a championship, you know, like our Raptors. They're trying to bridge from the olds to the news and Jonathan Kaminga out there looked like he could play in, in these series for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some some hiccups there, but he's playing alongside Moses Moody and, and, and 
yeah, they seem they seem wise beyond their years, and I think it's the Warrior system and how they how they groom these guys to be uh, fantastic. So I don't know. I, I think they needed a little bit more, you know, Otto Porterish out there. They needed one of those guys out there, and and that would help. Um, Gary Payton the second is also out. They've got uh, they've got good problems there on the Warriors side. Uh, it seemed like they learn real quick. So I think Game Five will be uh, a bit of a different story. But uh, yeah, it's it's I, I think I think when you look at the numbers and and now that the Mavericks have hit plus one, plus seven, plus two, plus ten, three sometimes don't go in. And uh, I think you can expect it to be a lot closer in Game Five. Uh, back to the rain delay. Let's say you got a leak like that happening. Are you guys putting down a bunch of towels, or are you trying to get a bucket out there? Because it was coming down pretty was good coming over down pretty by good. the Warriors bench, and I know there was a second one that was happening on the other side of the floor there. Oh, was there? I didn't know Yeah, that. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> My yeah. favorite part was when, I forget who said, I'm trying to see the leak. Can you see it? And Harlan's like, you can't see it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what the best move is there. They went through the towels pretty fast, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they thought, like, oh, we'll just put a couple of down. We'll get running back out here. And then suddenly they had, like, a thousand towels down on the ground really quickly. It appears the fix is, like, to do some sort of, like, uh, catch-all thing yeah. up in the uh, rafters. A beer bong yeah. on the bottom yeah, of Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. Did you think that was something that they just had? Like, they just had it there, or they built it, like, MacGyver style? Well, this is the second delay this season. They had a game, a rain delay at this arena back in March uh, when it was like a heavy downpour outside. So maybe they, uh, I think they, <laughs> need they, they needed something like that. Yeah. They were like, we got to get creative. This happens again here. We're not fixing the whole roof, uh, you know, in time for the playoffs. So uh, they came up with this contraption is yeah. my idea. I love the shot of Cuban just steaming. Oh, Mark Cuban. Oh, he was bad. Pissed. <laughs> side. Uh, it was very funny. Yeah, it's kind of lucky they had a trial run two months ago for this. I think that was part of uh, what those, the workers were up there real fast. Uh, they're all roped up. Yep. They're on, they had their harnesses pretty freaking quick. Uh, I, I would think that this would be longer than 16 minutes. You know, that, it was kind of pouring. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 exactly right. It was almost like, like, yeah, that's almost more than a leak. I, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept thinking of Lee Ellis in his attic looking for leaks anytime it rains here <laughs> in Atlanta is, is where I went to. But I was thinking, like, how are they going to fix this? Because I'm with you. It looked like it a lot of water coming was down. coming down. And if it's in the roof, like, I don't know. We've only been up in the rafters one time ever. And it doesn't feel like you can reach the actual roof. No. I'm like... What do they get? Like a spray cock or something like that? <laughs> yeah, flex seal or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or yeah, that guy, guy named Phil slap, slap it up, slap there. It up there. Yeah, yeah. I also liked uh, the inside tracks where you could hear Jason Kidd say, we made it rain in the first half. Oh! <laughs> he gave himself an O. Well, none of, awesome. us, uh, none of us predicted that this would be the measure Kid would go to. Yeah, that's Remember, a great call. always had guys oh, yeah. bump into him and spill drinks. We had the theory that maybe he was in, uh, a part of the... Um, the vendor bender, yeah, as Lee yeah, called yeah. it. I mean, who's to say Kid didn't uh, drill that hole to like <laughs> somehow give his team a longer rest? Or if we're up big at half, yeah, let the rain down. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, the TNT crew kept saying that uh, Kenny Smith, especially saying, "I've been in three rain delays. The team that suffers is the team that's up." So I don't know if Kid would have done that. And <laughs> that's according true. To Kenny, wow. He he wouldn't have because he was right. That's pretty. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> kind of. Uh, but yeah, they obviously came through. Yeah, it's just the, t- the tarps. Nice moves by the tarps. Really, it's good, all tarps. Good really tarp nice moves. Move. Yeah. Uh, another random thing in this game was uh, a leggy. Good yes. one. Yes, Oof. an incredible, incredible leggy uh, from Draymond Green 
on on the free throw attempt. Everybody, I just enjoyed how everybody was loving it. Uh-huh. You know, the broadcasters, the fans, and the players. I mean, Luca and Green were loving it. Like, wow, <laughs> this is incredible. And yes, that is a leggy when the ball. Uh, stalls on the back of the rim. I saw some people uh, incorrectly calling it a, a pigeon. No, mm. no, that's when it's way up top. Yeah. Uh, and some it's are like, where does this fall it. in the wedgie sort of, uh, you know, universe? It, it's just, it's its own thing. And it's even, well, obviously, it's much more rare than a wedgie. How many ledgies have we had in the entirety of our show run where we can, where we at least track wedgies? Not every year, Three I Three total? Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe, not many. Maybe two, I don't know. But counted as a miss. I thought that's interesting. <laughs> well, it didn't go through the hoop. It yeah. didn't go through the hoop. But, you know, they, they replay a wedgie. They throw it up again. Why can't he shoot it again? Interesting. Mm. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you think it's almost like the... Yeah, yeah. It's a gray almost, area. Almost I mean, like obviously, a foul but... ball, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, if the ball bounces over the backboard on a shot, you know, it's a miss. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to call this one. I don't, I don't know how to referee this I one. think they should be allowed... You get your tallest guys out there, your guys that can jump the highest, and they should have like a, a quick like uh, Gerald Green cupcake uh, blow off here, where they have to like <laughs> see who's got the hops That's and like one. just fight it back and forth, like a little <laughs> a little game within a game. Maybe we will eventually go to the FIBA rules where you know you can make contact yeah. with the ball when it's on there, just play it. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. Was it his first? I think so. Throw? Yeah, Was I think it? so too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was yeah. a good one, though. People were saying yeah. the best legend of all time. Uh, sure. Sure. Western Conference <laughs> yeah. Finals. A lot of eyeballs. Hall of Fame that. player. People were excited. Yeah, yeah, but it's nice when it stops and we all watch. We all look Draymond Green laughing. You don't see him smiling too much. You know, looking up at the ball. Uh, same thing happened with Steph and Luca looking up at the tarps. You know, I love those yeah. shots. Love yeah. those shots. Oh, the other great nice. shot in this game was uh, Luca's horse shot, trick shot. Oof. Where he, yeah. you know, a dead ball situation. Whistle's been called. He just throws it, I don't know, felt like 100 feet in the air, and it bounces, and then pops in, or like rattles around and drops in, and uh, you know, it was great, Reggie was good on that, he saw it, because they didn't really have the cameras, like, seeing the actual shot go in, but you could hear the crowd react, you're like, Mm -hmm. holy crap, that went in, and Reggie was all over it, and then, you know, uh, the guys and gals in the truck uh, racked it up from the far camera, and you got to actually see it go in. I loved Reggie's call on it, too. What a trick shot. Nobody's got better trick shots than NBA players. Yeah, well, he's right. I guess, because that's oh, their right. job, what? I guess. But also, what about Dude Perfect, who's coming to perform Damn. here in Atlanta? Damn, you think Dude Perfect has more plug. NBA trick shots than an NBA professional player? I don't know. Yep. No. Yep. No. They're throwing it from across the arena. They're throwing it from that tarp spot and putting it in. They're better. That's what they Ooh, do. They should do a tarp shot. Tarp shot. Off the tarp, off the ground. Nothing but net. No, nothing but ledgy. Oh, nothing but ledge. That's Good luck. With that. Back to Reggie on the ledgy call. I love he's like, I think Harlan sort of steps in. He's like, you could take that shot a thousand times. Reggie's go more than a thousand times. He was adamant. <laughs> that is very rare. He was right. Oh, man. Yeah. Reggie was fired up more last night. Now I want to go see Dude Perfect here in Atlanta. Because you're right. They're going to. They're gonna capitalize. Yeah, on, they got to on what's going on in, How in the basketball. How does Dude Perfect honestly put on a live show like, like because they're that good? Are they like that's incredible? Because I don't know what they're doing. We gotta go. A and lot see of it, these, man. I assume, they're not hitting on the first go. It's like a, a dunk contest gone wrong. It's like how many Birdman yeah, how dunks many are, are we getting this? here? Maybe they've how got. Perfect. I think they have a lot of like video packages. And, like they're celebrities <laughs> yeah. in that world. I mean, sure, but they must do. You're right. They must. 
attempt some live <laughs> I hope so. tricks. Yeah, I hope so. Maybe they have those. But like... the dudes aren't perfect, I think, when you're seeing them live. So I'm getting that. So I'm the saying. jokers are impractical. <laughs> Everything they're doing, it doesn't make sense. You can get it done way easier. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. There, I wonder if there's any little. Uh tricks any little uh oh little, little you're saying that well, i don't know cheating a little bit Maybe. magnetic rims, oh, magnetic rims. like Strings. uh yeah stuff like that like you well, know when yeah, you, you look at uh dead I, backboards for sure ball <laughs> deflated a little bit seriously mm. you want to hit some more trick shots is what you do mm-hmm. you like when you look at a you know those plastic like teleprompters like like clear plastic things could be up there too like even r- mm. ricocheting oh, off those Jesus. i know that that might be a little too <laughs> too obvious i guess but i don't know obviously they're like, like let's go see them let's go we see, gotta see this operation they gotta have a legend contest too i like the blow versus blow idea but i think people could just jump and uh, which, hit their heads which twin can blow harder in the dude perfect uh oh, group i thought you were gonna say caleb or cody no how many uh <laughs> i think there's twins in dude perfect you don't know your dudes don't know dudes uh, i think they're I think, tell me in the stream team there's definitely a pair of twins cody and no now you got brody me cody and no, brody <laughs> let's challenge there's them there's tall guy there's bald let's challenge guy. them i bring this up because tnt <laughs> challenged espn to a four on four game last night Reggie Miller was going through the matchups. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's how they were killing Zach. Yeah. That was another part of the time killing okay. yep. adventure was uh, Reggie talking about uh, Kevin Harlan posting up Mike Breed. <laughs> wow. I would love to see that. Harlan's got him. You think Harlan's got Breed? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I literally don't even know where to that's start with call. that one. Yeah, that's I, a tough call. I just go age. I think Breen's older. Breen is older. But I don't know. Breen's taller, maybe. Yeah, I would. I think Breen is taller, but I, but I, I think Harlan's stronger. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Reggie does seem to be the advantage in that one. Like tallest guy, also the best shooter. So I'm going with TNT in this matchup okay. personally. Okay. Oh, because they got the running fives. It's not. Nah, he said we could go two on two, three on three, or four on four. Oh, because he was playing with Stan Van and Ali. Stan Van's got yeah. handles. We know that. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. I thought it was the Chuck and. No, I'm taking TNT if it's the actual oh, broadcast team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, any other <laughs> notes from uh, the Mavericks extending this series? We've gone on a few tangents here. I'll just say, do not go see Dude Perfect. Okay. Why? Uh-oh. Why? They had a television show. I don't know if it's still on. Okay. Did you wow. ever watch this? No. It was on CMT to start. Oh, yeah, Country Music yeah. Channel or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Shout out to Michelle. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Anderson. <laughs> yeah, didn't she work there? Yeah. Or that was Canadian one. That was Canadian. It's still yeah, anyway, counts. Anyway. It still counts. Anyways, I watched the first episode. Awful. Like it's their first episode. Yeah, like, come on, give it a go, man. What they do? Put a pelican on there? This is what they did. I guess their show is called Dude Perfect. You expect it wasn't it to be even pretty good. Here's, really here's the problem. Here's the problem. They were there were no trick shots. And what? I was watch this oh, thing boy. for See, I think is... it was an hour long, and they were like, "This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get go karts, and we're gonna get these spongy, you know, these archery things where you can you can shoot each other with uh, yeah. arrows yeah, with yeah. like balls on the end. We're gonna get that. We're gonna race around. In oh, so they're playing Mario Kart. Mario Kart, but with uh, um, with bows. Yeah. And they brought in a country star, I believe. Hold on. <laughs> what was his name? Uh. Damn it. Do you know the country? No. Oh, okay. oh, here it is. Luke Bryan. Oh, yeah. he's huge. That's a huge, huge yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know shit about shit, man. You don't know about I know dudes. about television, know and this dude. was boring as shit. And then one of them was losing their minds about this celebrity coming. To yeah, it's a big to name. Luke wow, Bryan. Luke on CMT. Oh, They're playing to their audience. Yeah. Well, they moved to Nickelodeon, apparently, the show. Anyways, okay. it was a brutal. <laughs> 
Yeah, you'd expect some number one, some trick shots or something. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, number two, that's it, the number one thing. I'm number expecting. two is so different than a live show. It's obviously pre-recorded. These guys are not yeah. charismatic. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Wow, jeez. I, hey, I love Dude Perfect. I love. I like, think the I've one guy is terribly charismatic. The main guy, uh, uh, beard guy, Tyler. Ta- no, I'm I don't know. At, Look at the like Wikipedia page. The They've got a Kobe, it's a, a guy that talks the and most. a Cody. Oh yeah, so Kobe and Cody are the twins. Kobe, nope. Kobe and Corey are the twins. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Cody just t- likes the name. Cody's tall guy. I and don't then, know who yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. And then Tyler, <laughs> you're right. Tyler's names. the guy that talks a lot. He's the he's the charismatic one. All right, JD disagrees. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Let's go see Get, him. You know what? Waste your money. Waste your money. <laughs> no, go no, enjoy Jesus. it. <laughs> uh, we, oh, I'd love to battle them in a little game of horse or something, though. Sure. Mm. We got some trick shots. What's your uh, Trey? What's your go-to trick shot? Uh, mine is the the Luca. I like to chuck it up high you in the do. air, bounce it in off the ground. <laughs> Did you ever hit it? <laughs> I don't know if I've made it yet in Georgia. <laughs> I've made it in Illinois and Ontario, but I'm not sure if I've made it in Georgia. I remember yet. you used to try when we were I'm at the starters uh, basketball yeah. court all the time. I don't ever remember seeing it drop. <laughs> all right, let's take our first break. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into the all NBA teams. Talk about a few of the surprises, maybe some snubs, and then we'll look ahead to Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals tonight. The pivotal Game 5. Don't go anywhere. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right, back here in the Classic Factory. Uh, thanks to everybody who went and grabbed a No Dunks jersey already. We're uh, trying to figure out whether they're sold out mm-hmm. already. Mere 40 minutes after they went live. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That's one benefit of being on the stream team versus the follow-through crew. Ooh, Ooh. nice one. Well, so the- well you got to follow us on social media too. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. There were a couple uh, suggestions for the follow-through crew, that being the people that listen to the podcast afterwards. So or, or watch later, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or watch later. That's true. There was a couple out there. there yeah, I said good... follow-up family yesterday, but follow-through crew is that's that's pretty right. solid. That's what you yeah, It yeah. rhymes. 
Uh, well, shout out to all our dudes out there, Tyler, Garrett, uh, Kobe, Corey, Cody, uh, all the dudes that are perfect in our eyes. Uh, we got all NBA teams to discuss. Let's do it. 21-22 all NBA teams announced yesterday. You were waiting for this moment, Skeets. I was? Yeah. You're saying, <laughs> yeah. You said a couple you times, are. are we getting the all NBA I think, teams yeah, tonight? I mean, I, I straight up called it yesterday. What a call by me. Uh, here they are. Giannis. Uh, Devin Booker, Luka, Jokic, and Tatum. I'm just reading them how they are on the graphic. I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason uh, to that, but that's the all-NBA first team, okay? Giannis, Luka, Jokic, Booker, and Tatum. <laughs> As I say them in a different order this time. Okay, all-NBA second team. Just, just freestyle. Well, I, have, I know. I have them written down in one order, and then they're completely different on the graphic. Okay, yes, I know who these guys are. I'll just read them on the graphic. Uh, all-NBA second team is Steph Curry. DeMar DeRozan there of the Chicago Bulls as a forward. Take note of that. Uh, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, yes, a center on the second team. And then John Morant. And then your all-NBA third team is composed of a guy named LeBron James. I believe his 18th <laughs> All-NBA team. 18th. Crazy. Uh, Chris Paul, Pascal Siakam. Yeah, buddy. Homer, where's Lily? And then we got Carl Anthony Towns and Trey Young. So here's the, the uh, voting breakdown, just really quickly. If you like to look at numbers. Mm-hmm. Giannis, mm-hmm. Uh, the only player to receive All-NBA first-team votes on all 100 ballots, earning his fourth consecutive selection to the first team. And sixth all NBA honor overall yeah. for uh, for the Greek freak there. So that's yeah, a question we always ask here, isn't it, Trey? Biggest surprise or snub when it comes to these All NBA teams? What do you think? Overall, I think the teams are great. Um, you know, I think there's kind of like 13 locks and a couple you could kind of go yep. either way there on the third team. Um, it seemed to me that that's kind of the consensus first team, so not a super surprise uh, with the five up there. I was surprised though that DeRozan was on the second team over LeBron, but I guess that's because he qualified as a forward despite being a guard at All-Star break. (laughs) But I thought that was a nice little touch to see all of the, basically, players who were the leader for the MVP voting at some point during this season made it on the first or second team. I had Donovan Mitchell as my last guard on the third team. Trey Young is a solid choice as well. Um, The big story will probably be Embiid making the second team as a center. I'm curious to see the final breakdown because Jokic got 88 first-team votes, Embiid got 57 first-team votes. That's 145 first-team votes, and there's only 100 voters. So 45 people tried the two-centers approach. Right. I'm curious to see right. how that actually uh, broke down. But the biggest surprise, biggest snub, I think, is Jimmy Butler. And I think it's more along the lines of the Miami Heat are a snub. As the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, to not have a, t- a player on any of these Uh, All-NBA teams. It's certainly a surprise. Butler was the first forward out um, after Siakam there. He only played 57 games. Bam played 56 games. Mm -hmm. So that's the reasoning. But it is still weird to see a number one seed with no All-NBA players. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. Jimmy was the one who stuck out. And we're doing it retroactively. So I think where we are right now, that they're still alive in the conference finals, is, is definitely part of it. That's the one that stands out. But Butler... He missed a lot of time. I look back to when we made these decisions. Butler was also my my first uh, snub, partly because yeah, he was in, at that time he was in the fifties of games played, and who I was debating him between were the other forwards, mostly on games played as well. Durant and, mm-hmm. and LeBron also in the fifties, and do you take him over those two? I say nay. As much as you know, LeBron was on a team that didn't make the postseason. 
Got to keep them on those all-NBA teams. 18 of 19 years, still kicking it, uh, which is pretty impressive. So I, I think they're great, mainly because I had the exact same teams. I've oh, never, wow. I don't think I've ever done this before, wow, where kidding. I had the same teams. And so I, I'm, I'm happy with, with what happened here. I was, I was influenced, I think, when we were picking them, that Booker made it over Steph. Uh, that was one for me that I probably wouldn't have done, you know, depending on the the, the – Records for the team was was huge for me in that decision. But anyway, uh, fifteen. I just couldn't. I just couldn't put Jokic and Embiid on the same on the first team. I right. Just, just right. couldn't do it. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, in the end, people. For even the most though part, they're the best. Even though they're the two of the best five. Yeah, I mean he's the MVP runner-up. Um, <laughs> yes, but that's okay. They play the same position, and uh, well, I won't even go into my whole thing that it doesn't even matter in the end. They're on the All NBA team. Congratulations! Uh, but some money, money, money. Let's talk this real quick because oh, this yeah. is interesting. Oh yeah. Booker and Towns both making the All NBA teams. They are now both eligible to sign a four-year, two hundred and eleven million dollar super max extension this summer that would begin in 24 25 um the extensions would start at 47 million dollars uh that season and top out around 58.4 million in 27 28 these numbers just start to get in uh, more and more insane as they go up 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 here and then trey young his selection to the third team triggered a clause in the designated rookie maximum extension he signed last summer that increases his projected salary from 172.5 million to 207 million over the next five seasons so he just got like what's that uh you know 30 million dollar raise <laughs> yeah easily um 35 basically mm-hmm. which is whoo not bad in in getting on that third team so this is the crazy part that these that these all nba votes they matter uh, when it comes to the, the paychecks of some of these players, which, I mean, you could argue is sort of insane mm-hmm. uh, that it's in the hands of 100, 100 people, some who probably don't even watch all that much basketball, <laughs> but he's happy because he's getting another $35 million. Maybe the Hawks aren't as happy as much because uh, it changes their books a little bit. I suppose, yeah. But I believe in Trey is going to uh, – he's going to – take this first-round beatdown that he got from the Miami Heat and learn from it real quick. He's one of those uh, that's going to get better. And many people complained that he wasn't even higher. He was the first player uh, in a very long time that had led the league in points and assists. What was that stat? What's what's the stat? The points and assists? The uh, tiny it's, Archibald? It's tiny total. Arch- yeah. Yeah, total totals. points yeah. and assists. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sure. right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he was incredible. I think he's going to learn from the that Miami Heat defense and the way they collapsed on him. So... Hawks might be a little upset, but I don't know. They know they got a great one, so I think they're fine with it at the same time. Other, like, snubs. You said Jimmy Butler. You said Bam even. Yeah, not having a heat on uh, one of these teams is maybe uh, upsetting to some. Donovan Mitchell, I think, Trey, you slipped him in there. You said he was in the mix for you. Guy had 26 points per game. I mean, he had a really good season. Uh, DeJounte Murray on a Spurs team that obviously wasn't as high in the standings as some teams. Not that that stopped from LeBron getting on there, but 21-9-8 from this guy. Uh, I had him on my fourth All-NBA team. Highly recommend you go check out that video where I did my 10 (laughs) All-NBA teams, like a real sicko. I think DeJounte Murray was on my fourth team. And then maybe... You know, is there are there still fans of Rudy Gobert out there when it comes to uh, the center position? I feel like he was on most people's fourth team as well. Like it felt he like beat Cat. Bam. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, Bam is one of those forward center guys, but uh, Rudy doesn't make it. So I think it's really cool when you look at this team, though. Uh, it's like what the Warriors are doing in real life, uh, Tass. You still have these legends holding on to some of the spots: LeBron, Chris Paul. Uh, you know, players like that. But then we have a bunch, you know, have some some first timers 
in Booker and John Morant and Trey Young, uh, and even just second timers like uh, that haven't been around a whole lot. We have a lot of youth. I guess the first team mm. is comprised entirely of players younger than 28 years old, all 27 or younger, which is the first time in since like the 50s or something like that. So that's sort of neat. That the uh, the league looks in good hands is what I'm getting at. I love to say that. So much young talent in yeah. this league. That's Not true. since the days of Harry the Horse Gallatin have we seen a first team this young. <laughs> is that true? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, uh, DeJounte Murray has to be snub of the year. He was snubbed for the All-Star game, eventually added as an injury replacement. Snubbed for all-defensive team despite leading the league yeah. in steals. And then one of the Maybe first guys here. out here on the All-NBA ballot. Snub of the year. I don't know if that's something you want to win, but let's raise the let's raise. Well, a yeah. What would a snub? What would a snub of the year trophy like look like? What would it be? What is? What do you? What's a? What, mm. what in, illustrates a snub? <laughs> it's tough. So that's a good question. You got to give it to somebody else. Like if you were winning snub of the year, I would present it to Tass to hand to. Oh you. damn! Yeah. Um, good one. Congratulations, wow. Skeets. I kind of, uh, yeah, I kind of think of a, a nose turned up, like a, a face. Oh, okay. Looking yeah. Up, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, that's I think good. snubbing my nose. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's mine. That's good. Yeah. So a, yeah. a real, uh, uh, my buddy Grish nose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you can see it from a mile it's, away. It's a, so you it's can, an apparent it, nose. it could be up in the rafters in an arena, and you, if you're on <laughs> yeah. the broadcast, you could see it up there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, cool that DeMar DeRozan's back, baby. DeRozan is uh, the we were we had a lot of debate about yeah guard yeah. forward second third team <laughs> does he somehow not make it and yeah in the end Trey's he's there on the uh, second team as a forward above like you said LeBron which is maybe shocking to some out there yeah that was definitely a surprise to me that he made it ahead of LeBron I thought LeBron would just get the one of the best players in the league sort of uh nomination over yeah. DeRozan but we also I remember saying back when we were doing our all NBA teams yeah DeRozan was a guard but your team will look a lot better if you have him as a forward because there are more deserving guards yes. than there are deserving yes. forwards That's right. so it's smart to put him at forward here. well done mm-hmm. well done alright let's hear from everybody in the stream team everybody uh, watching listening later you can tweet at us at Sink or jump in the comments thoughts on the all NBA teams biggest snubs uh, are you upset that Embiid is not on the first team? All this good stuff that everybody gets all worked up about. Yeah. Just to add in a name to the people that are listening later on the podcast. Yes. The follow-up family, the follow-through crew, yeah. and now the pod mob. Pod mob? Okay. okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. Anyway, it's going to throw Pod out. squad. Pod squad. Okay. Yeah, okay. We got four <laughs> write options. Down. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Okay, let's talk about the Eastern Conference Finals. Pivotal Game 5 tonight. Though Zach Lowe wrote today, I saw... Quote, this topsy-turvy, injury-riddled series between the Celtics and Heat has been so strange Mm -hmm. that the magnitude of tonight's Game 5 in Miami almost sneaks up on you. Totally. 100% agree with Zach. He also went on to say, it almost feels as if this real series hasn't started. And yet one team tonight will give itself two chances to win one game to advance to the NBA Finals. Uh-huh. Again, 100% uh, co-sign on what Zach Lowe is writing there on ESPN. Uh, it sounds like you guys agree too, yep. nodding away. Um, but here we are. It is pivotal. Is it? That's the thing, though. <laughs> it, uh, well, By definition, it is a pivotal game. It has to be. 2-2, game five. But I'm with Zach. It doesn't feel doesn't pivotal. It doesn't feel like it, yeah. Because it feels like tip-off. It feels like we're like, ooh, let's see this brand new series. Because that's what it has been every single every single game pretty yeah. much. Well, what are you watching for, Tess? I think the players will feel like it's pivotal. Yeah. They're going to be on the floor. Trey mentioned that after game three, we should expect a game four where 
there's going to be, you know, it's going to be hard to count how many bodies are going to be on the floor. Didn't happen. The Heat weren't ready. But I think tonight there'll be bods on the floor like there were in Game 3. Teams really, really scrapping. Uh, the Heat didn't have that intensity in Game 4. It'll happen in Game 5. They'll both be ready. Obviously, the big questions are the injuries on both sides. Jeez. I got to believe uh, Jimmy is going to lead a, a, you know, a fairly healthy Heat team out there. I think he will be ready. If he was that injured, I don't think he would have played in Game 4, and uh, especially considering that they were up 2-1 in right. the series going into that one. So i I got to believe Jimmy's going to have a big game, and Tyler Hero says he's going to play. So I think they've got most of their firepower ready to go for this game. What about the Celtics with Marcus Smart big and worry. the Time Lord? Uh, it's all, I feel like everybody on this uh, going into this game feels like questionable. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wait and see uh, as they warm up and get ready and how they're feeling and stuff. Like I'm like, that. I know we're going to have Bam and Al Horford out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like lock, lock it in. in. Everything else, we shall see exactly uh, who's out there. But um, yeah, we got to see the Bam domination mindset again. They The Celtics got away with playing Peyton Pritchard quite a few minutes um yeah, in game four he was good. yeah he was good but uh also bam needs to make the celtics pay for playing pritchard on him there were too many times when bam would be rolling to get the ball they would have pritchard and they do a quick switch they do a quick scram switch if you will subscribe to no dunks or subscribe to the athletic theathletic.com slash no dunks you learn all about it there um but basically bam needs to dominate bam needs to get to the rim bam needs to not be scared if al if if al horford's guarding him and robert williams happens to be there you got to go through and try and draw some fouls that's the other thing jimmy butler hopefully he's healthy enough to be getting in the rim and control uh controlling the pace of things because too many floaters i think in game four for the heat which is another huge chunk of the reason they didn't take any sort of free throws so the Heat just have to be a little bit more intense and a little bit more determined to be getting the ball to the rim rather than to 8 to 10 feet. Something to watch for in this game is Celtics turnovers because that's been a story here in this series. The Heat just can't score all that well in a half-court setting. I mean, the Celtics defense is elite. The Heat can struggle at times there. So how do they score otherwise? Well, they get some transition points, and they have won when they force turnovers to ignite that transition game. Boston has 39 turnovers in Miami's two wins, and they only have 18 turnovers in uh, Boston's two victories. So taking care of the ball, obviously that starts with Tatum and Brown because that's who's going to have the ball the most. Um, and we saw the pressure that the Heat put on them at times, but they were just sloppy with it. Bad passes, poor dribbling. So watch that because Miami needs all those sort of like free points, I call them, you know, the transition points that they can get to uh, to get the lead. Hopefully we just get a close game here, though, because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, every game this series has been, at some point, there's just a massive run, be it in the first quarter or in the third quarter, whenever, and it's like a 25-point lead. And at times, uh, you know, the Celtics did come back in that one and made it a little interesting, but usually it's sort of over after that. Yeah, can't wait to see what heat we get right out the gate because they could turn over the Celtics a lot, especially if Marcus Smart's not out there. I know it's, it's really important that Tatum and Brown aren't, are on the floor and taking care of the ball, but I'm a little worried for the Celtics because you got a good Derek White game in Game Four. If Marcus Smart isn't there, I just don't know if you get good back-to-back Derek White games. He's inconsistent at times. Yeah, so but you'll know right away. So that's the uh, yeah. one good thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a, he had a solid game and everyone was solid around him. Marcus Smart this is really important to me in this one. I don't want to put it on a guy playing or not, but uh, yeah, that's important. I think. Can't wait. Can't wait. So you were questioning whether or not this 2-2 Game 5 is pivotal. So I guess you think, even if you lose tonight, you could still win this series. Is that fair to say? This one, it feels like, yeah. uh, is right. true. Um, yeah, I guess uh, 
I guess if you're the Heat, it's more of a must-win. I think this is a must-win for the Heat, though maybe not pivotal, because you don't want to be down 3-2 no. going back uh, to Beantown. But uh, it also feels like the Heat could win in Boston very easily by 30 points or by one point. Who knows? So it feels like this series is just getting started. I think part of that is that the lineups have been different for every single game. Yeah. To, so you don't really know how to, like, brainstorm adjustments that a coach can make because you don't even know what personnel is going to be there. So just a very disjointed series. Hopefully we get at least a little bit of a close one. Like, I was so happy last night when it was, like, a 10-point game at halftime. I was like, yeah. oh. Yes! Yes! It did end up getting the blowout status, of course, but second half, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you just want it, at least for the first 24 Stay minutes, interesting. somewhat interesting. For, yeah, for 30 minutes, at least into the third quarter. Yeah, and it's different when it's a 25-point blowout at half, and then it gets to eight, yes. like this series has. What are you going to do tonight with Survivor Finale on? That's like three hours of television and a basketball Isn't game. Is it penultimate? No, this is the finale is tonight, We Tass. watched the penultimate last week. You sure week. did, Tass. <laughs> that didn't feel like the penultimate. No, it's like the series, <laughs> Exactly. That wasn't the pivotal penultimate. Yeah, no, tonight, uh, Survivor finale, you got three hours. Three hours when you include the, uh, lo- you know, wow. they do the reunion there right on the island, on location. Yeah. I love that. Um, you got you got a plan tonight, I'm, TK. Yeah, heading I'm in. What are you doing? It through. Um, <laughs> so we'll be going to reunion. It seems like around ten o'clock, probably. Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit after, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably dip out after they announce the winner. Okay. I'm gonna we'll watch. Wait. I mean, Survivor finale. <laughs> gotta watch it live. Yeah. I'll have uh, the Beantown boys on this here laptop. <laughs> okay. And then as soon as Jeff reads that Lindsay is one survivor, I'll wow. switch it. I'll oh switch wow, it. he's calling it. That's not going to happen until halfway through the reunion, though. That's what happened last time. It was deep into that reunion. It was deep. So you're talking 10.30? Uh, Probably (laughs) 10.20, but still. (laughs) 10.20, the pizza party starts. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, I cannot wait to see Jonathan crushing Za tonight. Oh, I'm ordering a pizza now that you mentioned that. Oh, I crushed a Za last night. I should have saved it for tonight. I'm an idiot. The guy who hurt his shoulder. What's oh, his Daniel. Name? He's going to be eating pizza, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be drinking. <laughs> he's not, he's not going to be there. Now they're bringing oh, it back. He's, he's, not he's, he's long gone, man. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be drinking champagne along with Oh, them. nice. Remember when they, they drink champagne yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. They, they yell at the uh, the crew, <laughs> fill this up, fill it up. <laughs> Probes, anybody need champagne? Anybody need more pizza? <laughs> yeah. Anybody need this? this? Okay, yeah. Decisions to be made tonight, how you're going to tackle yeah. this. I, th- I, I think... I like what you're saying. You know, you just save the the, the reunion part till much later. Sure. Like sure. Uh, e- either in the morning or something like that. But uh, you know, it depends how uh, close this game is here too. <laughs> the way yeah. these have been going, yeah. you might be like, oh, it's over at the half. They're up 35. Great. Let's watch Survivor. We'll find out. Okay. Let's take our final break though. When we come back, JD has got tweet of the night. So don't go anywhere. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, back here with the boys. Uh, someone in the stream team, Justin, said, the only ball podcast that discusses strategies to not having to watch the game. <laughs> LOL. No, that's not it, Justin. We're just survivor sickos. We have to watch the finale. Otherwise, you're going to get it spoiled. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. It would just be a matter of time, and I don't want that to happen. So it's just the, just figuring out the balance. I think it's more like both. we're figuring out how we are going to watch basketball. Exactly. <laughs> Nice, nice Justin. spin. Come on, Justin. You should be on Survivor. That was a nice spin. Right? <laughs> nice, good. Uh, all right, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. JD, Tweet of the Night. Yeah. You know, I hate being on Twitter on the best of times, and yesterday was a terrible time to be on uh, Twitter for obvious reasons, but mm-hmm. there was one little nugget about enough news about a franchise that we have are very invested in here in the no dunks classic factory that of course is fast and furious um Mm -hmm. we have a limited series that's on hold at the moment because we're waiting anxiously (laughs) for fast x to come out doesn't come out till may 17th may 19th may of next year so literally a year minus a week we're waiting for this movie um but we had some news and uh we were talking about uh uh, Dom's mother, who we've never we we assume is dead, right? That's what we I thought we conf- well yeah. we don't know we what's canon it. or what's not yeah, canon I don't know anymore. And where there was actually we think there there are maybe several mothers <laughs> like <laughs> one for John Cena and uh, what was his sister's name again? Maya? No, Mia. <laughs> Mia. That's yeah. it. Anyways, uh, his grandmother got cast yesterday. Oh, okay. His grandma's oh, Rita alive. Marino. Oh, nice. EGOT winner. He's joining the Fast and Furious franchise as Vin Diesel's grandmother. And I just love the quote in the article that came right out of the uh, the press release. Rita Marino (laughs) is ready to get Fast and Furious. All right. That's the right spirit for these. Uh, I'm actually excited for this. Okay. I think she's going to be great. Um, You know, she's awesome. Um, and I was going to hit you with some really, really obscure trivia. Okay. Go, go nuts. Sabrina you want, you want it? Trivia? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I got a couple here. Okay. So EGOTs. Oh she, won an, she, she, she won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Can you tell me <laughs> oh, come on. what she won for each? <laughs> no. Nope, nope, uh, no. Nope. And and no. Nothing. Not I'm going to offer one guess here. Yeah. I looked at her Wikipedia page. And one of the first things mentioned in the first paragraph is West Side Story. Yeah, I'm guessing multiple wins for West Side Story. Well, or she won supporting. a she won a Best Supporting Actress. Okay, for nice. the, the yeah for an Oscar. That's where okay. her Oscar. That's her Oscar. Congratulations. So what what year? Uh, that would have been sixty. Oh, okay, okay, that was yeah, a long, long time. Ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you'll never get the rest of it. So let's just end it there. <laughs> nice. Okay, here's here's some trivia. Here's some trivia. <laughs> a different trip. Okay, I'll tell you anyways. Uh, she won a, a Tony for the Ritz. Okay. Best featured actress in a play. Uh, she won her Grammy for the children's show, The Electric Company. You remember that? 
back in the 70s. Came on right after Sesame Street. Oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Definitely sounds familiar. Yeah. She won for Best Recording for Children. That's yeah. her Grammy. Okay. Uh, what am I missing? The Emmy. Yeah. Mm. This is interesting because I remember this episode. Uh, outstanding. She was King- on Dude Perfects. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she took down Luke Bryant in a game of Mario Kart. Real life Mario Kart. The- <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, she won for Outstanding Continuing or Single Performance by a Supporting Actress in a Variety or Musical for The Muppet Show. So oh, one guest performance uh, uh, appearance on the on the Muppet Show. Okay, second. I started rewatching the Muppet Show. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. It came, I think it went on one of the streaming services, and I was like, I love that show. I love it too. Kid. Yeah, I loved it. I it was pre- this was couple, in prime but... time. That show. It's, it it's kind of racy too. Like it, yeah. it's uh, yeah. it's a lot of innuendo in yeah. that show. Seventies are great, guys. <laughs> uh, all right, here's another trivia question for you. There are sixteen other EGOT winners. Can you? I'm gonna. Can oh, you name boy. three? Oh, jeez. Okay. Just three. He got winners. Did John Legend get there or no? He's not there yet. John Legend is one. Hey! Yes. Nice one. Way to go, Hercules. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Fox is not yet. I don't think. No. Okay. <laughs> Tracy Jordan. No. Uh, okay. Two more. Come on, you can do it. Yeah, we can do this. You can do we it. can do this. He uh, got. This is Lin Manuel Miranda. No. No. Oh, uh, no way. Um, not Hugh Jackman. Uh, Lin's a good one. Lin Manuel Miranda. No, nope, not Lin Manuel. Is there a is there a, like a current artist? Like a, a female artist? A female artist? No. Oh, I thought so Lee's a male artist. What's her name? I can't. Uh, John Legend is Your like Lady the most Gaga. current Lady Gaga. contemporary. Lady Gaga. I not her damn name. Lady. Oh, Lady Gaga. That's a good guess, but no. Oh. This person is still working today. She's on daytime television. Okay. Ellen? Barbara Walters did it. Ellen. Ellen? She, <laughs> is she working? Well, she won Best no. Supporting Actress. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi nice. Goldberg. Nice. Yeah. That's two. That's two. Come on. All right. One more. One more. You can do this. One is a comedy legend. Still alive. Extremely old. Older than dirt. Older than dirt. <laughs> Older than dirt. Wow. Uh, uh, so it's like... Absa- um, it, oh, George Carlin. No, he's... It, it, he's George Carlin is dead, yes, but uh, yes. this man is still alive. Still alive. Uh, comedy legend, silly, slapsticky type comedy. Charlie, oh. no, that's Wade. Um, Gallagher. Uh, uh, his no, I can. I can his Tony it. comes from a movie that was made in the '60s and was remade relatively recently for Broadway. Oh, interesting. Starring, I believe, Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane. Oh, so, the so, birdhouse. So, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are bad at this. Uh, this we're bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not up to date on my I think I, you're going to say this name, and I'm going to be upset. Go ahead. Yeah, you are going to be upset. Yeah, it's Mel Brooks. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm not upset. You should have. No. Well, you should have. I would have never guessed he uh, had a Grammy. Yeah, just a comedy. Comedy, album, probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, well, uh, well, who is his his uh, partner? The thousand-year-old man. Remember that bit? No? no. Okay. Anyways. All right. You got. There's there's a uh, there's a bunch more, but uh, <laughs> we were you struggled with three, so yeah. I was like, these guys might be able to get five. Robert Lopez. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, he no, wrote Frozen. Book of Mormon. Did he? Wow. But, like the no the music co-wrote the music yeah. for. Okay. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, that Tim Rice. Uh, that his Emmy was the same as John Legend, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. It was uh-huh. great. That was really good. Mike Nichols, anyone? Anyone? Yeah. 
Yeah. Nichols. Alan Menken, composer, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. I mean, how are we going to get that? Yeah, we, we I don't know. Performers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You think Rita Moreno is going to sing in Fast God, 10? I hope so. I hope so. But no. I mean... <laughs> Why not? Because... Uh, so that can be doing karaoke at a bar. She's got the pipes for it. You know what? I mean, Vin Diesel, I feel like he won't allow it because he will not be upstaged. Yeah, that's a good wow. point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've heard Vin sing. He's released a single as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It's too late for Vin. She's upstaging him. Oh, she will. I mean, I... Yeah. I think you're right. I hope you're right. She's um, ridiculously charismatic, right? She's she's also a voiceover artist, right? She oh yeah, she's she she's been working yeah. for. I don't think she's ever stopped working. Looking at her IMDb, but uh, all right, fast she's, ten. She's fast gonna bring X. in the kids. She's gonna bring in. She's good with the kids. The kids will be watching Fast and the Furious because of Rita Moreno. You're right, Tess. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. You shared this. You shared this tweet on Slack yes or this morning, yeah. JD. My two-year-old saw it and she said she saw Rita Moreno. She said, "Whoa, Tata!" That's what she calls her grandma. She thought that was her grandma. Oh yeah, so she, yeah, she's, she's, she's very lovable. Sure. Very lovable. She said, "Oh, Tata got a haircut," and I said, "Well, <laughs> kinda." Yeah. So uh, uh, looking forward to that a year from now. By the way. This Mission Impossible, I thought it was coming out this July. It's next July. It's over a year from now. These li- what is going on here? Can't drop these 13 months in advance or 14 months in advance. This is too soon. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Six months is too I soon. I did like your idea, though. I heard you guys say it on No Breaks. Should we do a Mission Impossible rewatch oh you know, podcast series? They're good. Oh, the whole, They're pretty going. solid. They get better and better. Like you are they too out? good though? Like there's they not a lot too to good. Complain yeah, about. we're just gonna be like, wow, what a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like two actually. Okay, but yeah, I think two is uh, the it's worst the weakest one, as well. one for yep. sure. Wow, I thought it was coming out uh, this summer. Yeah, <laughs> I was like Same. pumped. Two? Uh-huh. <sighs> no, it's already out. No, no, no. <laughs> Whatever. What, what number are we at in Mission Impossible? They've done six. This will yeah. be number seven. That's oh, and it's a part one. Oh, that's what they do now. It's a real Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. At least the next one comes out the following year. So that's something. Okay. Uh, Well, let's wrap up the show. We've got a a fun few tangents on this one, haven't we? Uh, Send in your questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter and on the Instagram and on the Facebook and on the TikTok at No Dunks Inc. Get yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. Told you a couple times on today's show to go get one of those so you can read some of these articles that we are addressing. Go to nodunks.com. We think there are a few jerseys still left. <laughs> so go to nodunks.com for any and all of your No Dunks merch, including these jerseys that we dropped today from our friends at Breaking Tea. Trey's got the uh, beautiful nuggets. So, uh, hey, attention to detail on this jersey. You notice that those buildings there in front of the mountains, those are factories. That's a classic factory <laughs> or two there on, on Trey's right chest. Uh, that's amazing. That's just nice attention to detail. And then, uh, yeah, we got the Grizzlies one as well. I know you guys have been uh, purchase- purchasing these uh, throughout the show. We really, really thank you. Uh, but there are a few left if you uh, haven't got one already. That's it for us. We will be back here tomorrow. Hopefully we get a great pivotal game five tonight to talk about on tomorrow's show. 10 a.m. Eastern live. We got Survivor on tonight. <laughs> Damn. Factory You smoky. lied to me, by the way. You told me weeks ago. I remember on a particular show, this was the last time I'm going to cough. <laughs> and I think you've coughed every day since. Uh, me? <laughs> you think it was me coughing? Interesting you say that. 
Interesting. 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 What are you looking for? Your water, I guess. Yeah, I'm looking for my water. Is it me? Is it me that you're suspecting? Well, I've got a cough for sure. I'm coughing. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure you're okay. That's all. I'm fine. I was just reading about the EGA acronym. I just hope it's not the smoke from the factory then. Because this is a sustainable factory. It's a totally green factory. Is it? Uh, who knows? Okay, we will be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. All right, nobody cares, but I'm giving you the results for the poll. The best name for the No Dunks podcast listeners. The Pot Squad leading Skeets. Way to go. Nice. You, you did it. That's good. You know, I know you don't care, but it's your name, so now you care. 46% <laughs> follow through crew. The pod mob, and then the follow-up family. What about the pod Following bod? Following up in the rear. The, the what? The pod bod. <laughs> <laughs> nah. nah <laughs> yeah. Good try. All right. We're brainstorming. Brace the day, people. Mm-hmm.